This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1871. Let's practice real English with native speakers. Wait for or wait on. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. Are you waiting on anything? In American English, we have a little more flexibility than British English when talking about things you're waiting for. Find out what we mean in today's episode. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D -E -E dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Lindsay. How's it going? Awesome, Aubrey. I'm excited to be recording with you. Everything's great. I know. So fun. This is going to be a really good episode today. I had a really fun time Googling and seeing all of this con conflicting stuff and people arguing. So we're going to break it down for you guys today. Yes, I can't wait. Let's get it. So arguing, arguing about what? Who's arguing? What? I mean, come on. Why, why do we need to argue? <laughs> right? That's so true. But I know everybody here, everybody listening has done that where they search something like a grammar structure, something in English. Okay. And you see forums where people are arguing with each other. Oh, and, you okay. know, one person thinks it should be one way and someone the other way. And so you're not sure who's right. Yes. This is one of the hardest things about learning a language. And yeah. often like today, I think a lot of it is people from different English speaking countries. Yeah. So someone from England may disagree with from someone from the United States or Australia because we say it different ways in different countries. Yeah, that's why we should never take an answer at face value, right? That's a bonus word for today, face value. When we're in a forum like that, we don't really know why people are answering the way they are, right? So on this show, we're always going to tell you the reason behind why we think something, okay? So that's the important thing. So yes. are, what specifically, what word are we talking about today? Well, yeah, maybe so I'll just ask you, Aubrey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's hear it. <laughs> Is there anything you're waiting for these days? 
Oh, yes. I right now I'm waiting for an Amazon package to arrive. Yes. I ordered something for one of my kids and it has to be here today. So I'm like oh. checking the phone to make sure it gets here on time. So I'm definitely waiting anxiously for You're that. You're waiting for that. Are you do you follow the tracking code? You can track it, see if it's still yes. at the center. Usually not, because usually I'm like, ah, I've got a week. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But every now and then something happens. This is a birthday present for a friend and we have to have it tonight because oh, we're no. going to go and visit them and they don't live. <laughs> they live like an hour away. So, oh, geez. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's just my procrastination. I should have ordered it a week ago. It happens. It happens. You're only human, Aubrey. You're only right. human. It's OK. <laughs> but you guys will notice we're using that phrasal verb wait for, mm. which not really a phrasal verb. It's just a preposition with wait. Right. And yeah, this it's not a phrasal verb. Yeah. Came up because um, somebody asked a question about this. So let's go ahead and read the question. OK. Then- yeah. So this is from. Ali or Ali, right? And yes. they say, what's the difference between waiting for something and waiting on something? And what is the best way of using them in daily conversations? My name is Ali from Roseville, California, and I listen to your podcast while commuting. Well, good. In California, yes, you'll right. be able to get through a couple of episodes. <laughs> Probably. I know people stuck in traffic on their commutes. This is a great thing to do. Be listening to the podcast great. during your commute. Perfect. I love it. So, Allie, we are going to answer this question for you today. I love it. Where do we start with this? It's a great question. I feel like it's a question about natural English, Aubrey. Oh, yeah, very much so. Like, how do natives actually speak? Mm -hmm. And the first thing I did was do a little bit of a Google search, like I told you. And you guys may be confused if you Google this because there is a lot of conflicting information. Mm -hmm. Some sites, there's a write up where you should only say wait on to mean serving people and never use it to mean wait for, which surprised me at first because I hear it to mean the same as wait for all the time. Me too. So I started realizing I think this was a little bit of a British English, American English thing, because in the States, usually we'll say um, someone is a server instead of a waiter and they're, you know, serving me dinner. Whereas in England, they'll say a waiter is waiting on you. Yeah, I guess I I think I still say a waiter or a waitress. I just don't know if I say necessarily server, waiter who's waiting on you. I think I actually say both, but it may be more frequent in British English, the waiter and less so the server. Is that what you're saying, Aubrey? Yeah. And just that that wait on. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In real English, we use this a multitude of ways, but when we use it to mean serve, that's very much British English. I think in England, they might not use wait on like we do, meaning mm, wait for something. Wait for. Now, for example, that get that package you're waiting for, you're waiting on it. I love it. Um, guys, if you are interested in British English, make sure you go back and check out some of the super fun episodes that we've done, guest episodes on British English. We've done a ton of them. We've done some stuff with Luke from Luke's English Podcast. Just type Luke into the search bar. Episode 1853 that just came out was with Charlie Baxter from British English Pod. There is a lot of great British English and a lot of fun. We've had a lot of fun with our British friends. Uh, So go check out those episodes, guys. Yes, it's so fun to learn the slang and the different ways we talk in different English-speaking countries. We've done a lot of that here on the podcast. And it's good to know because that will help you understand some things when you Google in these forums to realize, oh, it's just the way it's said in different countries. 
It's so true. It's so true. So let's, should we go through it again then? The, you know, the very specific meanings here or what should we do? Yeah, Where let's do, we do it. So first mm-hmm. let's break down wait on. Okay. Right. You are going to hear this, especially in England, but here sometimes too, to mean to serve someone, right? Okay. Someone is waiting on you. If you're trying on clothes and maybe there's an attendant bringing you clothes, you could say they're waiting on you. Interesting. Okay. And then the second use is in the US, right, Aubrey, where again, as we're saying, just want to make sure this is super clear for our listeners. We use it in two different ways, right? Exactly. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's interchangeable with Mm -hmm. the meaning of wait for, which we'll get into a little more in a minute. But I might say, I'm waiting on my mom. She's late, which means the same thing as I'm waiting for my mom. Mm -hmm. But this actually feels more native and natural to me often to say waiting on instead of waiting for. I completely agree. Actually, I would prefer this. It's interesting that it's so different based on what you saw online, people's recommendations. But as a native speaker, I would rather say I'm waiting on my mom. She just went to grab me a, a size small right off the rack yeah, instead of I'm waiting for. It's just more interesting. Yeah. Or we're waiting on appetizers. Someone comes to the restaurant and they're like wondering how long you've been there. You let them know you've ordered appetizers and say, oh, we're waiting on them. And I could see how in a restaurant that could become confusing, right? Because right. the concept of who's waiting on you, <laughs> right? And, and who is your server, your waitress versus we're waiting for or we're waiting on appetizers. So guys, don't and, get confused yes, here. <laughs> I have a feeling that someone in England listening to this, a native English, you know, native British Cringe. English speaker might be cringy. Because they're like, no, 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 no. You can't say we're waiting on the appetizers. That makes no sense. That's nah, great. But that's for okay. Americans, that feels very native to me. Yeah, guys, we do mostly on Allers English teach you American English when it's an episode with one of our team, the Allers English team. And, you know, and you can check out those guest episodes to learn more British English. Okay, good stuff. Yes. All right. Now, there's another way we use this. And especially in British English, we use wait on to mean delay. So like to postpone something, you might say, we're going to wait on this project until we're ready. Or let's wait on that. And really Mm -hmm. what you mean is let's delay that. Let's put it off for a later time. Do you hear this a lot, Lindsay? Yeah, let's wait on that for sure. Yeah. Meaning I love two phrasal verbs. You just said put off, right? Well, let's put this off until later or hold off. Here's a great sample sentence, guys. These are going to be bonus phrasal verbs today. Let's hold off on this project, right? Or let's hold off on that thing, whatever it is. These are very synonymous. They mean the same thing. Wait on hold off, put off, all of them just mean to delay or postpone. We use them all the time in business English. It makes you sound very native and natural and comfortable. We speak informally like this at work a lot. Yes. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. 
Toyota, let's go places. All right, good stuff. Do we have one more kind of, let's go through wait for now to make sure our listeners are super clear what that means. Right, Aubrey? Yeah. So like we said before, these aren't phrasal verbs. It's just the verb wait no, they're with not a yet. preposition, either on or for, right? Yes. So this just indicates that you're waiting for something expected to happen, right? Mm-hmm. It's a different thing than just waiting when you don't know what might happen waiting. When we say wait for, there's something expected, something anticipated. Yes. And I love the expression. This is definitely a bonus for today. Wait for it. Right. (laughs) Yes. Right. This is used to add suspense. I might say, I have to tell you what happened yesterday. Wait for it. I got the job. (laughs) Oh, my God. This could be a whole other episode. And I think you should write that episode, Aubrey, because I think I feel like you probably use that a little bit. I'm just imagining that you use that sometimes when you You could tell from my personality. that it feels like something you would use. You've probably heard me say it a few times. Wait for it. (laughs) Yes. Let's do that as another episode. Another day. Guys, hit follow on Allers English. This fall, we're going to have some awesome thing this fall winter spring all year we're gonna have some awesome things coming up for you so hit follow to make sure you don't miss that episode or any others awesome let's do a little role play here in this role play Lindsay runs into me i'm standing in front of a movie theater we've already greeted each other okay we're going to use some of these expressions all right oh who are you waiting on my mom we're gonna see a flick together i've been waiting for a while though i should probably text her what movie are you seeing I'm not sure. I'm waiting for a refund and I'll let her pick. Oh, sorry. I'm waiting for a re- <laughs> I just a refund. Thing. Oh, my God. I don't know why. You know, it's so funny when you read something. Sometimes you see a totally different word. Let me so try that again. The role play actually. So you'll, yeah, you say, what does it actually say? <laughs> what I should have said and what's in the actual role play, guys, is I'm not sure. I'm waiting for a friend and I'll let her pick. That's <laughs> funny because it could have been refund. You could be waiting on a refund. Or waiting for a refund. refund. Ooh, so dynamic. So good. All right. Let's go back, Aubrey. The first one I said here is, who are you waiting on? Right? Yeah. So it just means, who are you waiting for? You're clearly standing there waiting for another person. But we would say this in the United States would say, who are you waiting on? I love it. So good. And then what did you say? Yeah. And then I was saying, I'm waiting on my mom. And then I say, I've been waiting for a while, though. And this is Mm -hmm. tricky because we wouldn't say I've been waiting on a while, Mm -hmm. which is an interesting um, thing to point out here. Right. Depending on the meaning, you can't always say wait on. This is very much if you're waiting for a person or a thing to happen that's expected. Then we can say wait on. I'm waiting on that. But this to wait for a certain amount of time waiting for a while i've been waiting for 10 minutes if you're defining the amount of time you wouldn't say waiting on yeah that's a good point aubrey this can get confusing because in this sentence i've been waiting for a while the four is more describing the amount of time right it's using a it's kind of a different function that it's taking on but what we could say here is you could say i've been waiting on her for a while Right. Exactly. Because then you're saying what you've been waiting on. Right. If you're defining it, sharing the pronoun, then you can say waiting on. You got it. So, guys, don't get confused there. Go back. Listen again if you need to. But you will get this if you hear native speakers saying it, especially in the U.S. (laughs) All right. And in the last one, you said I'm waiting for a friend Mm -hmm. and this interchangeable. You could say I'm waiting on a friend and I'll let her pick. You could. You could. And again, in that case, the four is not being separated from from the weight. Right. It's not it's not right. modifying any amount of time. 
Okay. Exactly. <clears throat> Good stuff. All right. So guys, as a takeaway today, we know this is a little bit confusing. I'm so excited that our listener, Allie, asked this question. It's a great question, isn't it, Aubrey? Yes, especially where if you guys just Google this, you could end up in a rabbit hole with really confusing, conflicting information because it is used a little differently in England than in the United States. Exactly. And on this show, we'll always try to tell you why. We'll give you the background perspective. Does it come from some aspect of culture? Maybe right? That's possible, right? But we're telling you, we're teaching you American English here. Good stuff. Exactly. You need that insider perspective. We love to share that here. So fun. So this is really fun, Lindsay. Thanks. Yeah, guys, don't forget to hit follow on this show and make sure you don't miss a single episode of All Ears English four days a week. Thanks, Aubrey, for hanging out. I'm glad we brought up this topic and great job. Awesome. Thanks. See you next time. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.